Hello, everyone. Welcome to the R Strong Podcast number, I forgot to look at the number. I think it's 25 or 26. <laughs> uh, great start to the episode here. So I am your host, Gage Rozier, and today I'm going to do a quick, hopefully quick, I can rally in my rants a little bit, uh, Q&A episode. I got a few. We have started our first week of on-site training, R Strong training for athletes and adults um, here in Northwest Missouri. So as you start training, people start asking questions. So I had some questions asked this week, and I'm going to address some of those today. So these questions will be both about, well, I guess the question today is mostly just about losing weight. So we'll talk from a training and a nutrition standpoint quickly about that. Um, give you some takeaways from that, hopefully. We'll probably do a full-on episode at some point on just losing weight, because there's a lot that goes into it. But I think we can pick off some low-hanging fruit on that today to help the people out. Um, and then also answer some questions about our services themselves, which I think has been a little bit confusing for people and what exactly we're doing. So let's do it. Let's start with the losing weight question right out of the gate. So question was, what type of training should I do? Well, actually the question was, will this help me lose weight? And that was someone who was doing our training and we went through a first session and it went really well. And was like, let's help me lose weight from a training standpoint. Yes. It will. <laughs> so losing weight, number one, the basics of it is it's a calorie game. So if you want to lose weight, when we're talking about just the weight on the scale, you want it to be lower, you have to burn more calories than you consume. So can resistance training, strength training, the type of training that we do help you do that? I think typically most people think, they think losing weight, they think they need to go run three miles. That would work. I mean, to a point. But that's not the only way to do it because, again, it's a calorie game. It's about burning calories. And actually, there's a lot of research out there that says strength training, strength training type circuits that we do a lot, metabolic conditioning type stuff, um, that is actually more beneficial in burning calories, i.e. helping you lose weight, than just going out and running for a jog by, for a process that's called EPOC, exercise, uh, post-exercise oxygen consumption basically is uh, your body is burning calories after you exercise through strength training uh, or through high intensity bouts that we, we try to do through our training. So will our training help you lose weight? Of course it will. Of course it will, but it has to be tied to a diet standpoint. So let's dive into that just a touch. So with your diet, again, it's calories in calories out. There are no bad macronutrients. I think I, maybe I've said this on our refuel episode, proteins are protein. Isn't good or bad for you. That wasn't the way I want to say it. Protein's great for you. Um, carbs and fats are the ones that usually get attacked. So carbs don't make you fat. Fats don't make you fat. It's the overconsumption of a combination of those plus protein uh, calories in general that make you fat. Now, the part of that is it's easily to overconsume certain foods because of how they're made. So a lot of processed foods are packaged in a way to make you want more of them. Chips, cookies, you know what they are. Fill those at French fries, stuff like that. They are very, um, they don't, they are very what we call calorie dense, not necessarily nutrient dense. So when you eat those types of foods, they don't have a lot of nutrients in them as in what your body wants. So as you're putting that food in your mouth, your body's like, great. Thanks for the calories, but it's not giving me the right nutrients. 
okay, the vitamins and minerals, the, the macros, the clean stuff that I want to run my body. So bring some more stuff in. I'm still hungry, hoping that you will feed it that to an extent. That's a very simplified way to look at it, I guess. But what you want to do when we start losing weight is focus on nutrient-dense foods, not calorically dense foods necessarily. And let's just break it down by macro. So if you want to lose weight, number one, here's tip number one. Try to consume your body weight in protein grams per day. So better way to say that is if I weigh 150 pounds, for example, I want to shoot for consuming 150 grams of lean protein. When you fry chicken, it is no longer lean. Lean protein, which is like chicken, turkey, lean ground beef, stuff like that. Just think protein source, 150 grams from 150 pound person a day spread throughout the day. So that might look like um, five 30 gram protein meal snacks throughout the day, something like that. Shoot for 150. If you get close to it, you're going to be probably at the ballpark. Why? So protein helps build lean muscle and keep lean muscle. So when people want to lose weight, I don't think that's necessarily what they want. They want to lose weight, but they also want to look strong, right? They want to look like they have muscle. You don't want to look, um, maybe you do, I don't know, um, that what people call like a skinny fat. So the skinny fat means that they've lost some fat off of their body, but they've also lost their muscle too. So they're just like skin and bones, basically. There's no muscle tone there. That's what the term skinny fat means, or at least how I interpret it. Um, so to combat that, when you lose weight, what you want to do is lose fat. You want to lose fat and build muscle, okay? So protein is going to be huge for us to do that. And on the other side of that, protein is very, in, other, in simple terms, keeps you full longer, okay? It satisfies your needs a lot. So if you eat a bunch of chicken, grilled chicken, or a bunch of turkey or something like that, a lot of times that you won't want to go get those sweets or uh, salty things and stuff like that because protein fills you up. So that's a benefit to protein. Now, carbs and fats. Carbs and fats are not bad by any means. They're good. They're, they're there for a reason. There's good and bad fats. There's good and bad proteins. There's good and bad carbohydrates. Without getting too deep into the weeds, again, I need to do a full-on episode on this. We want to regulate our carbs and fat team fat protein take to dictate our calories to get in that calorie uh, deficit, not our protein. So long story short, keep your protein high, eat grams and protein per day, your body weight in grams protein today, and then back off your carbs and your fats a little bit. See how that goes for you. And then another, another uh, tip, drink your body weight, half your body weight minimum in ounces of water per day. So if I weigh 160 pounds, I'm going to get minimum 80 ounces of water in a day. Shoot for a gallon. Okay, drink more water. So I'll give you, that's tip number two. Drink more water, and I'll give you uh, one more tip. Stop doing the things you know you shouldn't do. It's not, this isn't rocket science. I can't lose weight. I can't figure it out. Well, you're sitting there eating ice cream every night, or you're grabbing a handful of popcorn every time you go to the kitchen, or something like that. Okay, cut out the low-hanging fruit there. It'll make big impact for you. So what trips people up a lot are fried foods. Number one, it was again, going back to very calorie dense, not nutrient dense foods, calorie dense, and then sweets late at night, especially, okay? Don't eat sweets late at night. Try to minimize sweets 
overall, which is a problem I have as well. Most people do. Uh, but especially late at night, try to cut that out. So let's chop down the low hanging fruit before we really start counting calories and all this stuff first. If you know you have bad habits, just stop them or minimize them. Okay. That's step number one. All right. A little bit on losing weight there. Um, I think I covered it pretty well. All right. So next question is, it was about our programming and um, had someone reach out about a particular, they were looking for a program that's specific to a particular body part. Um, they're looking for a, they're looking for like a, a core workout program or something like that. I don't do those things. It's not that I don't, they're fine, but that's not how I train people. So one of our training principles is we train movements, not muscles. So none of my, I don't do a whole lot of just, I'm doing this exercise to attack the abs or the butt or the chest or the tricep. There's those sprinkled in, but the bulk of our training, the, the root of our training programs, and then I would argue yours should be is movements. Think I'm going to do squat today. It's not leg day. We're going to, we're going to squat or we're going to deadlift. We're going to hinge. We're going to do a push and a pull. We think in terms of movements because that's what you do as a human is you move. So part of what we want to do in our training, maybe the biggest rock there is, is to build functional strength. It's not about just building up one body, body part, booty part, <laughs> body part um, to make that strong. Because if that's not coordinated with the rest of your body, you might look good, I guess, uh, in theory. But even then, I don't think body part specific programs really work. They just don't. It's not how your body works. Your body just doesn't do movements that just your glutes do or your butt does, right? Your body's a coordinated system. So we train it in that fashion. So when someone asks me, can I have a program that attacks this specific body part? I usually tell them, well, no, because I don't write programs that way, but my programs will attack those sites. So our program, you can grow your abs, biceps, booty or whatever, insert body part here through our training program, but I don't have 45 different core exercises in just in one week or one workout. Like it's addressed through the training program, through our templates that we use, through our, our system that we use. So every body part, we train it from head to toe every day. So every time you train in one of our training programs, you're getting trained from literally head to toe every single day. We're not going to do just, it's not an arm day. That's not how we train. Uh, we train your arms, your arms will get trained, but we're not just doing an arm day, uh, like the bros at the gym. Okay. That's just not how we set up our training programs. I don't think it carries over to, um, being functionally strong in what you're doing in life and, and feeling like an athlete, um, or like a, a functional human being. So we're going to train that way. So train movements, not muscles. That's the point. All right. I got two more topics here. So I've, we, again, we started our training this week and we had, I had three or four people tell me, young people, people that are capable, oh, I can't do that stuff. I haven't done that stuff in years. Listen, yes, you can. Our training is very scalable. And I want to not just talk about our training here, but resistance training in general. I think everybody should resistance train. Everybody. It's extremely scalable. People think that they see a dumbbell or a barbell and they think if they touch it, they're going to turn into an NFL linebacker or they're going to break their back. Okay. It's not the case. It's not the case. If you, you know what you're doing, if you don't, you get a coach, i.e. what I'm trying to do here, um, to teach you how to do the movements properly and progress them properly. 
if you go in the gym and you haven't touched a barbell in 15 years and you max out day one, yeah, you might get hurt. Guess what? I'm not asking you to do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not asking you to do that. That's not what a good coach would ask anybody to do. But if you know how to use progressions, you know what exercises to use to build and progress as you go, resistance training is extremely beneficial for basically anybody for the most part, unless you have some type of injury coming off surgery at some point and you have to build back in where you need to see like a PT beforehand and stuff like that. But for example, I've had, um, shout out to my mom on the podcast here. She's doing our training. She does awesome. I give her a hard time a lot. Uh, just because it's sometimes she doesn't listen to what I'm saying, which is fine. Uh, but she does an awesome job and she hasn't really resistance trained at all. And she's doing the program and she's done great. And we can already see she's starting to progress a little bit and it's very scalable to her. And in that same group is my wife. Shout out to her. She does an awesome job and she really pushes herself and she's working out along the same guidelines as my mom, similar patterns. Remember we're training the similar patterns, but they're going to do things slightly differently that fits my wife, Ashley's level and abilities compared to my mom. You know, they're, not the same person. They're not the same level. So they need different things. And we do that through our training. So resistance training doesn't have to be coming in and maxing out every day, or you're going to leave the room puking every day. That's not what we do with our strong, with our strong training or resistance training in general, if you know what you're doing. So my message here is you can do this. You can do training. Stop cutting yourself short. Stop thinking that all you can do as a person is walking up and down the street and like doing arm circles or calf raises, that's the only thing your body can do. I call bull crap on that. You can do more than that. Let me help you with that if you're interested in it. But if not, find some other coach that can help you and teach you how to train correctly and progress you correctly because you can do much more than that. One of our taglines is you are strong, train like it. So we believe you are stronger than you think you are. You should train like that. And saying that you don't think you can do that either one either you don't think you're two or two it's your cop out like you just, that's what you're saying you don't really want to do it, which is fine you don't want to do it saying so like, ah, i can't do that stuff but if you want to do it and you just don't think that you can come on let's go let's give it a shot um i can almost guarantee you can make it happen all right last one this is more of a uh, pitch here. So we have our, I've already talked, we have our, our strong training that started. And I just said, if you want to try it, let's, let's go. Let me know. Uh, we, can, we can get you set up and get you going and see, see how we figure it out. We also start in our athletic performance and foundation camps, which are starting next week. Today is, I believe, June 3rd. Our first camp date is June 8th. These are hosted in Mound City, Missouri at the Mound City multi-purpose room is not just for Mount City athletes. So if you are a local athlete in Northwest Missouri, Southwest Iowa, Northeast Nebraska, in this area where you want to drive to Mount City a couple nights a week, come train with us. So our athletic foundation camp, this is for appended to middle school athletes. And this one's about full. I'm going to cap this one. We've had a great sign up for this. It's free, which is great. So it's from 5.30 p.m. to 6 o'clock p.m. on Monday, Wednesday evenings, starting June 8th through July, I believe, 14th. I think that's the date. There's six weeks there, 12 sessions, and 5.30 to 6 p.m. at Mound City High School, Mound City Multipurpose um, Gymnasium. So what this campus is focusing on is just establishing the athletic foundation 
that young athletes need to have as they work towards maximizing their potential down the road and training in sport and participating in sports safely. So that, what's that mean? We're gonna teach jumping and landing mechanics. One of the biggest things and change of direction mechanics as I'm on this little ACL thing here. One of the biggest mechanisms for ACL tear are jumping and landing. As you jumped up to block a volleyball, spike or whatever hit over the net and you fall and you don't land right, knee buckles, ACL tear. The other one's change direction. Okay, you're getting ready to pivot and change direction, boom, there goes the knee. Okay, there's a lot of things that we can do from a training standpoint to help reduce the likelihood of those type of injuries. And there's no better time to start working on those traits than middle school age kids. Okay, they can learn the foundation of athletic performance. So we're gonna teach jumping, landing, sprinting, change of direction, agility mechanics, all those things. And we'll work on relative body strength. So what's that mean? Can you do a push-up, sit-up, or not sit-up, we don't do a whole lot of steps, plank, sorry. Push-up, plank, um, lunge, all these foundational movement patterns that we talk about in our training a lot. Can you do those correctly with just your body weight? Because if you can't do it with your body weight right, you shouldn't be adding load to it. That's the recipe for injury. So we're going to teach those mechanics at that middle school age. So by the time they progress in the high school, they have this really good foundation as they start to mature even more to express that athleticism. So that's our athletic foundation camp, middle school athletes. It's about full sign up if you want your kiddo to participate. Question with our camp, I've had a couple of them. It's a busy summer, I I understand that. And I just threw one more thing in on people's summer. Uh, But if you can't make everyone, just make the ones you can, okay? Just make the ones you can. It's a busy summer and kids are playing baseball, basketball, going on vacations. Enjoy your summer. We'll be there from 536 on Monday, Wednesday evenings on those dates, June 8th through July, six weeks. We'll be there. If you can come, come. But don't come if you haven't registered. (laughs) Don't just show up. I want to know who's coming. Make sure you register, please. All right. That's our athletic foundation camp. And we're also hosting an athletic performance camp. So foundation slash this one is performance. And this one's for more of the older athletes. So we're talking high school athletes here. And that is Mount City Gymnasium as well. And that is from six to seven, same nights as our foundation camp. Our performance camp will start just right after our foundation. That'll be an hour long from six to seven, same dates, you know, June 8th to July. Only difference with this is we're going to still touch the foundational mechanics that we'll teach in our foundation course I just talked about. So that's, you know, sprinting, landing, jumping, all those things. We'll still touch that with our performance camp, but we're going to take it to that next step, take it to the next level. What's that movie? Uh, we're going to take that to the next level with them and really do some performance type training, really try to actually improve those traits. With the middle school athletes, we'll improve those traits through establishing that foundation. With the high school kids, we'll establish that foundation as well, but also implement some particular training methods to improve be a little bit more directional with improving our sprint, jump, change of direction, agility, those type of things. I've had some parents ask, they want the middle schoolers to do that too. You possibly could, but it's not that they don't need it at that time. They could always sprint and we will sprint in the foundation course. We will do that. Uh, but we're just going to do maybe a slightly upper progression with our high school kids, which should make sense 
high school kids should need a little bit touch more than a middle school kid in that athletic performance camp. That one is not free. That was $120 for 12 sessions. That's $10 a session, um, 12 sessions for the athletic performance camp. So again, teaching mechanics, but also improving jumping, sprinting, change of direction, strength levels through that camp. That one is not going to be capped. Uh, well, they're both capped with that. There's a lot of people there, uh, spots left in the athletic performance camp, but please sign up and register if you are interested in starting that training like that one as well. If you can't make every session, just make the ones you can. I know everybody's got a busy summer. If you have any questions on our camps, on our R-Strong training, please reach out. You can shoot me an email at rstrongperformance at gmail.com or shoot me a text call anytime you want. My information is in the show notes. And I believe that is a good wrap for today. So we talked losing weight. We talked training movements, not muscles. We talked about resistance training, why you can do it. Don't think you can't resistance train. And we talked about our camps. So if you have any questions on that, please let me know. Until next time, stay strong.